Anybody have a good idea for a cold open? Um, okay. I made a reference to B-movie today, and no one got it. <gasps> oh, no. No one got it. I'm kidding. Hello. Like, yeah. Well, well yeah, it's because B-movie is kind of like... I was like... Unless you do one of the highly known memes, it's kind of like, eh. Well, they... We, they According they, to all known laws of aviation, they did a song. there's no way a bee should be able to fly. <laughs> its wings are too small to get its fat little body off of the ground. The bee, of course, flies anyway. Bees don't care what humans think is impossible. Yellow, black, yellow, black, yellow, black, yellow, black. <laughs> He's yellow, reading the whole script. No, stop. Barry, breakfast is ready. <laughs> oh, no. Hang on a second. We Hello? did some song Barry? about, Adam? about oh, like, honey, and then I was like, oh, that'll go great with our happening? clips from the bee I movie. I can't. I'll pick you up. And then they were like, sharp. what? Stairs. Your I was like, the bee movie. Those. Sorry, I'm excited. Here's the I was like, was that a dated reference? Like, yeah. Perfect report card. And then someone made a Home Alone reference, and everyone was like, ha 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 ha. And I'm like, B movie is dated, but Home Alone is not. Wave hi to us. We'll be in row. I can't follow what's going on at all. Barry, I told you, stop flying around the house. Hey, Adam. Hey, Barry. Is that fuzz gel? A little special. Very little. Special day. Graduation. Don't call me, honey. Three day. Drugs. 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 Those were awkward. Three days college. I'm glad I took a day and hitchhiked around the hive. You did come back different. Hi, Barry. Artie, growing a mustache. Looks good. Oh, my gosh. Stop. We're going to be here for an hour and a half while he goes through the whole script. You die. I am willing to do a podcast episode where it's literally just me reading just the, the B movie, movie script. script. That's a episode. That's our bonus for the Patreon episode. Like, we're gonna be like, hey, 5. listen, we're finally gonna do an episode talking about the B movie, and it's just Scott ASMR reading the B movie. <laughs> well, script. no, you guys are like actually discussing it, and just in the background, it's ooh, yellow, black, yellow, black, yellow, black, ooh, black and yellow. Spice it up a little. <laughs> that's, that's the that's the background music for the episode. Hello and welcome to the Nerdiest Podcast, the podcast where nerds talk about nerdy things. I'm your host, Nick, and today I'm joined by Jackson and Scott, who are both back. And today we're going to be talking about, we're going to, well, not talking about, but we're going to be ranking all of the Star Wars movies. So, hello guys. Hello How there. are you today? General Kenobi! That didn't work. Yeah, it's fine. Um, I'd, like to, I'd like to open by uh, airing a grievance. Um, can we stop... Making bad remix songs. Or grievous. Oh, because I like to look up remixes on YouTube, and uh, most of them are garbage. They're trash. Stop making bad remix songs. And when you make a song, keep the original like feeling of the song. Like, don't just like don't take like a like a, a normal song and then do like some weird like drum and beats drum and bass crap. Like, no one likes that. I've just needed that out there. Stop making bad remixes. Star Wars. <laughs> I would like to say I wholeheartedly agree with your statement. <laughs> there we go. I'm going to also agree with that statement. Um, remixes should be good and not bad. That's As someone I mean, who makes remixes I mean, that's a lot, a given, but... make good ones. So, this is a tier list. True. Um, this is not a video podcast, and so it makes tier lists a little harder, but it's still a good time. We're going to be going in chronological order of the Star Wars, uh, 
I almost said trilogy, the Star Wars universe, I guess, of all. Th- oh, it's a saga now. The it's saga. The I'm sorry. Saga, the saga. And then, uh, you know, there's Rogue One and Solo and stuff. So, <laughs> um, Star Wars really, canon, I guess. The way this is gonna take forever if we fight on all of them because we'll fight on all of them so i will definitely fight um i think we all just need to kind of throw our opinions out there and then kind of decide where it goes from there based on all of our opinions combined um movie one i agree the phantom menace who wants to go first i'll go first because i probably have the least controversial opinion. yeah that's true uh Phantom Menace is an okay movie. It has a cool lightsaber fight at the end. Darth Maul is cool. And yeah, that's about it. Too much politics for me. Uh, Yeah, that's all I have to say about Phantom Menace. It's an okay movie. I haven't watched it in years. Like, I'll listen to Duel of the Fates and I'll watch that fight at the end. Mm -hmm. But I haven't watched the actual movie. So in forever. Yeah. I, I guess I'll go. I yeah. I think it's a good movie because I mean sure there's Jar Jar and the like it has bad CGI. I'm not gonna say it doesn't because mm-hmm. it does. It does. But the fight scenes and the story were really well done, and the acting on some most accounts, the acting on most accounts was pretty good. And also it had Liam Neeson. Like what can you mm-hmm. really say? Like you can't complain about that. That's true. That's true. Uh, okay, I'll go. Um, The Phantom Menace is my personal least favorite Star Wars movie. Um, I, if someone, someone say, oh, what's the worst Star Wars movie? I say The Phantom Menace. And I'm going to say, what, and people are like, oh, but Darth Maul fight. I'm going to use an analogy I use almost on the daily, which is known in my reputation as the sandwich analogy. Okay, if I have a sandwich and every bite but one is terrible, I'm not going to say it's a good sandwich. Every scene but one is terrible. I'm not going to say it's a good movie. The movie and that's fair. I'd also like to say all let's just like to, to dig deeper into my problem with it. The choreography is really good. The actors do like a great job. Um, the writing could could be a little better, but it's good for what it is. My problem is, it's just so incredibly boring to me. And it's like, it's not until the last like 30 minutes that I'm really interested in any of it. They're in the desert for like a, a year for what it feels like of my life that's being taken from this movie. Where do we put it? Because if it was my opinion, I'd put it in maybe C or D. I'm okay to put it in B. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna put it in. I'm gonna put it in B. Okay. I think B is kind of the perfect place for this movie because mm-hmm. I agree it can be pretty boring until that last mm-hmm. bit. That's kind of why I don't but like it. But the last it, bit is because really I'm also good. someone who's like, I need action mm-hmm. to like flow me along, and this movie is just talking. Yeah, which is yeah. a great segue into mm-hmm. Attack of the Clones. I'll go first. I don't like that movie at all because it's just talking really? and cringy pickup lines by Anakin. So elaborate. And again, it's another movie that has a really cool fight scene at the end, but everything else in it is just meh. 
We have the I, time, I so elaborate. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, actually. <laughs> oh, okay. Well... <laughs> Unless you're on a time. <laughs> I'm not on no, a time. I, no, definitely not. Um, I'm actually very invested I don't... in this. <laughs> I feel like Attack of the Clones is an it's an okay sequel. And looking at it in context with all of the other movies, it's not as good as any of the other movies. But even then, like Sure, maybe the romance between Anakin and Padme is supposed to be cute, but it just kind of comes off as cringy. Like, I don't know who wrote that dialogue, but, you know, it's just mm, not not for me. And it's another movie that's just filled to the brim with politics. And yeah, I, I know it's I know it's space politics, but regardless, it still reminds me. That politics is real and I have to it's deal politics, with it. And I don't and want that in my space movie. It's just dialogue. About... <laughs> yeah, and it's boring. And I don't want that in my space movie about space wizards with fancy glow sticks. I will say, like, Attack of the Clones actually, like, has some kind of climax closer to, like, the middle. Like, it, it kind of, like, you know, they have... Uh... What's that, like, arena battle? Where they're, like, tied to the poles? That's kind of a cool scene. Oh, yeah. And, like, Count Dooku is a fine person, fine character, but, like, you know, there's too much dialogue. I I actually, I, I really like it, because, hmm. I one, I feel like their relationship between Anakin and Padme was supposed to be awkward, because they're kind of both teenagers. Mm-hmm. But also, the acting was okay it was really the lines that were there that were given to them that Mm -hmm. i think was the main problem but um i i definitely feel like it was a good movie it was better i feel like it's better than phantom of the menace actually oh absolutely (laughs) because like it does have a lot more action and sure it is more compressed into the Mm -hmm. latter part of the movie but that gives like a nice build up to just a lot of action from the fight scene to the That's factory true. scene to the dueling scene with Count Dooku. And I think I think it's really important to realize that like the actors were did the best job with what they were given. Because they're like, hey, here's this really cringy line. Also, you're gonna be standing there alone on a blue screen for like all day. Uh, can you interact with this environment as as if it's real? Thanks. You're you're awesome. It's like, well, Okay, you kind of. I'm really excited to see Aiden Christensen back in the Kenobi series because I feel like we need, we need like some justice for him because like a lot of people hated on him for a long time, and I'm just kind of like, well, it's the writers like they gave him really like really cringy lines like that no one could have delivered well. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm really excited for the Kenobi series because like, forget forget Vader's redemption. What about yeah. Hayden's redemption? <laughs> <No>? <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Like, give Hayden Christensen some actual, like, good lines. Because he's yeah. a good actor. Because he... He'll kill it. He did great with the choreography in all oh, of absolutely. the movies that he was in. And so did uh, Ewan McGregor. And the fact that they came back, both of them, and mm-hmm. did more training just for specifically this series, it makes me really excited to see the fight scenes. Mm-hmm. So where we put this on the map is hard because I like it. Uh, It's hard because I like Attack of the Clones better than Phantom Menace, but I don't know if Attack of the Clones warrants an A tier. 
Uh, Would you want to move episode one down to C and put episode two in B? I do. I I'm I'm putting episode two in A. <laughs> whoa. whoa, that's a whoa. whoa. The man's well, breaking. Not, I don't know. It's not S tier. I think I'm gonna put. I'm gonna move episode one down to C, and then I'm gonna move episode two into B. That's what because I'm I do well. agree. I think that's what I'll do. As much as I don't like it, I think it is better than mm-hmm. Phantom Menace because of because of like mm-hmm. you know it has more action scenes. Also, episode two sets up like I don't know maybe the greatest television series of all time, Star Wars: The Clone Wars. That like, is oh, true. Yeah. That is true. That's one of the only redeeming points is that it can set up mm-hmm. like the best thing Star Wars has ever made. So. Well, I don't know. That's just me. I I would like to get my gauge here. Like, S tier mm-hmm. is I can watch this nonstop over and over. And F tier is more of I'd prefer to never watch it again. Not that I won't ever <laughs> yep. watch it again, yeah. but I'd rather not watch it again. Yeah. yeah. I already know what movies on this list are going in S <laughs> and which ones are going in F. Yeah. So are we okay with Attack, with Attack of the Clones being in B? I'm okay with that. I'm okay. I'm putting it. it in A. Okay. That's fine. Job, but... We can have a little variety. I'm in such a weird spot where, like, episode one, I don't feel like episode one warrants a C tier, but episode two is better and doesn't warrant an A tier. Eh, I think it's fine mm, to keep it. Do you want to add it's... another tier? <laughs> B.5. B and a half. <laughs> yeah. I, I will just leave one in C and then two in B for now. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. All right. Okay. Next okay. up. This is one I'm excited. Revenge of the Sith. Oh. Who, who wants to go shall first? Shall I start? All right. You shall start. Yeah. Shall I'm, I'm going to let Scott start on this one. All right. <laughs> it opens up with one of the greatest, like one of my favorite flight scenes, mm-hmm. flying scenes in this like, the entirety of Star Wars. <laughs> And it, ha- it also has the most memes. I would like to point that out. But it opens up with one of the greatest flying scenes ever. Then it goes into a fantastic fight scene between Maul, or not Maul, uh, Dooku, Anakin, and Obi-Wan. And then they go through the rescue scene. They get back down. There's a little bit of politics. And then they just get straight back into the action. Mm-hmm. But I must all- I- there's two things I want to point out. One, it has the funniest scene I've ever seen in any movie. And that's Anakin killing the younglings. Two. Whoa, sir! Sir! What? Come on, it's freaking hilarious. Uh, I don't think I don't think genocide is hilarious. What are you talking about? They're like, oh yay, we finally have a hope, and then he just ignites his lightsaber. I will say the way that it's directed is a little humorous to where they're like, There's too many of them. What are we going to do? And then you just see his lightsabers like Oh, you guys thought I was here to help? It's oh. funny. <laughs> it's funny. In no, the you guys sense, got that all wrong. Like, in the same way, like, I I watched Justice League recently, the Snyder Cut, and uh, it, yeah, well, well, I'll, I'll talk about that another day, but um, the, the heroes were, like, doing this epic, like, battle pose, and then I started laughing, and then someone was like, don't laugh, it's funny, or they're like, don't laugh, it's cool. And I was like, why was I laughing? And so I feel like it's this similar way to where it's like, oh, like he killed the kids. It's not funny, but it's also kind of like, they thought he was going to help. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. Oh, <laughs> Got him. Man. He thought. 
But then I would also like to point out the Battle of Heroes fight. Yeah. Because it has one of the greatest songs I've ever heard come from a movie. It has amazing choreography, and they really fixed the CGI with that like, final fight. Like, they did. They put everything into that fight, and it just came out perfect. I Yeah, I mean, no, kind of I think agree. I'm going to have to agree. I feel like episode three, because if you look at the prequels as, as a trilogy... Episode one, they didn't really know what they were doing. Episode two, they kind of figured it out. And episode three really feels like they finally hit their stride Mm -hmm. with the prequels. And that's why it's the best out of the three is because they were like, okay, we know what we're doing now. And we can, you know, get these fights. We can get the dialogue. We can master the comedic timing. We can get the score and all of that, which, I mean, I think we can all agree on this. But John Williams does a fantastic job in oh, every single show. Yeah, absolutely. literally everything he does is incredible. The music is the one thing that never lets me down in Star Wars. I also like to... Yeah, th- also, John Williams always does a fantastic job. Like, uh, Aiden Christensen and Ewan McGregor in that final scene. Ewan? 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 It's Ewan McGregor and Ewan Hayden. McGregor. Were you saying Aiden? Ewan? I have no idea. I'm incompetent. I think you've been saying Aiden. <laughs> Aiden Christensen yeah. and Ewan yeah. McGregor. But uh, I feel like they both, like as actors, really hit that perfect spot in the last scene where they were just like, they were giving it their all. And like, I highly respect. I give them so much respect yeah. for that. Even just for that one scene. So... And it also has one of the best levels in Lego Star Wars ever. That's true. That is true. That's true. That's facts. <laughs> fact. It's kind of like... Uh, that's a spoiler. Never mind. <laughs> spoiler for what? Oh, for... Uh, I can't three. remember exactly what it is, but it's called Way Ho- A Way Home, I think. Oh. I just I don't want to spoil it. Um, yeah, that's fine. But just go uh, ahead. Niche. Yeah, that's My guy making niche indie game references. <laughs> Oh no! This is not an indie game. This is like a AAA game from oh. Sony, I think. So we're we're so we're at the point. Do we want to say Revenge of the Sith is A or S? I say no. S. It's S tier. It's definitely S. Jack, did you just suggest that it's an A tier? I personally would put it in A, and I realize that's a hot. Listen, take. listen, listen. That's a hot. To quote, take. to quote a meme from Revenge of the Sith. I think Scott and I have you outvoted here. Oh, so dude. I love democracy, and I think Revenge of the Sith <laughs> is getting moved up to S tier. I also want to point out that Revenge of the Sith has, like, out of all of my favorite fights in Star Wars movies, Revenge of the Sith houses both of them in Obi-Wan versus Grievous and then Obi-Wan versus Anakin. When I was a kid, I would watch Revenge of the Sith nonstop, and I would pull out my little plastic Anakin yeah. lightsaber, and I would jump around the house, swinging it around, pretending I'm fighting Obi-Wan. I had all the dialogue memorized. Like, oh, beautiful. Oh, 10 I out of can, 10. I can actually almost completely, like, redo the entire... I can almost dub over Revenge of the Sith without a script. Uh, he does seen, it all I've the time. I've seen Star Wars don't, movies that much. Don't that. question him. He does it all the time. Do not question <laughs> It's his cars. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah. I'm not brave enough. Okay, so S, it can go in S. S. That's not a. I also want to point out before we before we move on into like our two you know first two Disney Star Wars movies, I want to point out that season seven of the Clone Wars does a lot 
to make Revenge of the Sith a better movie. Like, if you thought it's S-tier, if you add in the last arc of Season 7 of The Clone Wars, it becomes an S-plus tier movie. Because everything that happens in that arc is happening parallel to the actual movie. Okay. And I saw a lot of clips where they synchronize everything, like Order 66 and how everything plays out. And it just makes the movie so much better. And it really increased my... What's the word? It really increased my love for Revenge of the Sith. I forgot. Jack hasn't seen The Clone Wars, which makes me very disappointed. I've been trying to get him to watch The Clone Wars for almost a year now. Dude, if we do, we got to do like a discussion podcast. I started. No, that's why I've been trying to get him to watch it. Uh, I started it. Uh, Yeah. The original plan was for us to do an eight episode or a seven episode series uh, called The Clone Wars Retrospective, where we like I would rewatch a season. He would watch a season. We would get on, talk about season one and then go back, do season two and like do it for all the seasons. And then that just kind of fell through. It did. So... It fell through when the the show was boring. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Don't say that on a Star Wars podcast. I just said that because I knew Star it Wars you community. <laughs> yeah, I I really like the Clone Wars, though, because like anakin's turn was not that great over the prequels it was kind of sudden not as sudden as ray's jedi training <laughs> no <laughs> casually roasting no um it was it was a bit too sudden for my liking but if you watch the clone wars like in uh, as part of the series if you watch the clone wars as part of the series it gives a much better look into one like how emotional that final fight between anakin and obi-wan is because of how close they are and then two it gives a very great like idea of or gives like an overview of anakin's betray or turn because like every time that he does something evil it plays the the imperial march and i think that's just like great scott do you have disney plus Listen, listen, not everybody has Disney Plus. It's a genuine question you have to ask. I was talking about watching the episode 7 in the WandaVision in the last one. Yeah, I have Disney Plus. Um, Gosh. Did you see they added, like, the... Did you see they added the 2003 Clone Wars to Disney Plus? Like, the... I'll, I'll the see original? you guys in a few hours. Yeah, no, they added it. It's in It's in two parts. The first part's, like, an hour. The second part's, like, an hour. Um, oh I've only watched part one. Oh, dude, I gotta watch it. I gotta find Captain Phobos. Yeah, Fobos. I know. It was always, like, this elusive thing I saw on YouTube. And people were like, oh, yeah, this old Clone Wars series was so good. And I'm like, it's not out anywhere. And then yeah. Disney pulled a big brain and was like, here you go. Hey, money. Take it. Okay. Are you gonna watch the, are you gonna watch the Bad Batch next week? Maybe. Because it comes out on May 4th. Jeez, that's soon. So. So. Moving solo. on, now that episode three has been placed yeah. in a S tier. Yes, Solo. Okay, I want to I want to go first because Please. I recently rewatched Solo, and I have some thoughts. Um, I think, and I'm gonna go ahead and put this out there, and I think Solo is an A tier movie because it, it it is a genuinely solid movie that. I know everybody's like, we didn't need a backstory for Han Solo. Well, you know what? We got one, so suck it up. Yeah. (laughs) But it was actually pretty well put together. It covered the character. Was it a little fan servicey? Yeah, but, I mean, 
when is Star Wars not a little fan service? That's pretty true. And also, Kathleen Kennedy. I want to say I think I think part of the hate for Solo came from the fact that it released five months after the Last Jedi, and there mm-hmm. was a lot of hate thrown towards the Last Jedi, and people yeah. were not over that yet, and they were not ready for another Star Wars movie. Yeah. So had it gotten moved back, I think it would have done a lot better. Yeah, I agree. Then, you know. Then it did. It did. And I I also want to say, best actor in that movie, Donald, Donald Glover. Glover. Yeah. Orlando. <laughs> Best casting choice they've made in a long time. Yeah, like, and I, I really need him to reprise his role as Lando in a, some yes. series or a movie, something. that He just does well, such no, a good Well, no, they job. confirmed a Calrissian show for Wait, Disney+. Yeah, Plus. yeah at their Investor Day in 2020. Yeah. It's going to be a limited series, though, so it'll be like WandaVision and only have one season. Wait, but, WandaVision's yeah, only okay. getting Listen, one season? Sir, yeah, no keep up. Only getting one season. Get on my level! <laughs> Dude, I freaking, like, my favorite type of, like, sci-fi is stuff like that, where, like, it doesn't make sense, yeah. and it, like, messes with reality. That's my favorite mm-hmm. type of sci-fi. Just Wait, one season. What are they going to do with the Darkhold? Well, well, it goes into She's going to be Strange. in the next Doctor Strange movie. Oh, okay. Wait, that's a Spider-Man yeah. movie, isn't it, though? No. No? Oh, wait, then what? That's, that's Marvel stuff. That's We're here Marvel. for Star Wars. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't really so, yeah, I think Solo is an A-tier movie, and it leaves a lot, like, I think you can tell they definitely wanted to do a trilogy of films centered uh-huh. around, like, Han and Lando and Chewie and all that, because they left, like, the Darth Maul cliffhanger at the end, and then, mm-hmm. of course, there's, like, the Lando cliffhanger, and, like, there's all these things that they really could have followed up on, and I hope they do, because I also liked the... Like the Western kind of yeah. heist style I of the movie, like and I think that's something they did really well. Yeah, I I like it a lot because I I really like the Star Wars universe as a whole. Like you know all the ships and really dangerous weapons and blasters and like laser swords and whatnot. And even if it's not a lightsaber, it's like really cool. And then they just explored that and expanded on that. And then they did all this subtle referencing like. At the end, him saying he's going to go take a job with Jabba. Like, they did mm-hmm. so well with the Star Wars universe. And that's when I, that's why I like it so much. I don't know if I'm qualified to speak on Solo because I've only seen half of it. <laughs> Which, okay, <sighs> it was on Netflix for a while and we started it and then stopped to eat dinner and it apparently didn't captivate me enough to finish. Uh, what I saw, I really liked, though. Like, I really... And also, this is as president of the Chewbacca fan club. Loved him in it. Like, he's my favorite character. Like, don't... Like, it's weird, but I love him. And so I really liked to see more of him. Like, Donald Glover as Lando Calrissian incredible heist movies are my absolute favorite great job westerns were cool woody harrelson was kind of a kind of an oddball to cast but i think he did well i would my only gripe with it is it was dark and i don't mean like moody like it like the lighting was dark like i could not see what was happening most of the time you might have had your brightness down too low i don't know like we watched it on the tv and so, like, I don't know. There were parts where I was just like, I wish I could see what was happening. <laughs> I don't know. But I... Yeah. 
I also, when I rewatched the movie, I forgot that Phil Lord and Chris Miller did like the first half of the movie and then they left the project for creative differences and then they hired Ron Howard to finish it. Really? I never knew that. Yeah, it kind of had like a Justice League thing where like they went halfway through creative differences mm-hmm. is what, you know, made them split. I don't know what that entailed. Like, what I don't know could... if Lucasfilm was trying to go yeah. somewhere. What kind of creative differences Lord and Chris could Miller you have? Somewhere else. What kind of creative differences that'd be so intense that you would leave a movie? That's crazy. Yeah. But Ron Howard is so, a legendary I'm... director, so. Yeah. I think he did a great job. Like, I don't think the movie really suffers from that, but I just thought it was interesting because I remembered that when I watched it. And I remember listening to the news as it was coming out. They were like, ooh, Solo's in trouble. Yeah. And then that may have also hindered its theater performance. Yeah. Well, despite I didn't know that, but despite that, they did well, like keeping the continuity, I guess. Yeah, I never would have known that, but I also only watched the first half. Um, so A tier. So <laughs> I only watched the Chris Lord version. The <laughs> rest of it was garbage. Release the Lord and Miller cut of <laughs> Solo. And then Can we get release, that trending on Twitter. Uh, release like, the four-hour cut of Revenge of the Sith. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, come on. That's what we need so to see. what I want, Do you want Disney? me to just pull up? Because I have all these on DVD. Do you want me to just pull the deleted scenes and slip them in for you? <laughs> no, what what they need to do is fully animate Revenge of the Sith in the Clone Wars style and then blend season seven of the Clone Wars and oh. Revenge of the Sith together in one really long movie. That would That's be what I need. Now, cool, Disney. But if, also weird. It would be weird, but... You know, Disney, if only there was a franchise you were trying really hard to bring back and there was something that fans really wanted and would bring you a lot of money. If only there was a solution to said problem. Hmm. Well, I'm stumped. Moving on. I had to have a beard now so I could do the beard stroke thing. Hmm. What, what are you referencing? I don't know what you're referring to. What? <laughs> What are you referring to? I was kind of just playing along with the joke. What are you... The whole... Like, what that, are you like, that, like they should animate the Revenge of the Sith. Or get the four-hour cut. That was my joke. Oh. I mean, if or, they or did like, that and released it cut. on the Disney Plus premiere access for yeah, $30, I would pay like, for it. Like, release the four-hour cut. Hold on. Can we go on a little rant about LEGO Star Wars? Because I... Just a yeah, little go bit. For it. There was this... There's... Okay. There's a deleted scene in Revenge of the Sith... Where Anakin and Obi or Anakin and Yoda are going back to the temple after Order sixty six. Now, canonically, they go up and they find these, um, they find people in Jedi robes, and they aren't fooled by it, but they kind of play along because they know that it's just clones in said robes. And then they have this whole like fight scene mm-hmm. between like them and twenty clones. That's still in Lego Star Wars. Yeah, it's so good. It's weird though, because like. It's not there in the, the movie, but it's there in the game. And it's like, how did that happen? Because was the game made when the movie was being made? Or did they just see that and were like, that, we'll take that That's and it. Just slap it on there? So, as someone who's been versed in the, the LEGO community for stuff like that, what probably ended up happening is they were making the game alongside the movie. They got 
a quote-unquote finished version of the script were able to put that into the game and then when the movie came out they were like oh that scene got cut because they do that with lego sets too like they'll get concept art and all that stuff Mm -hmm. that are quote-unquote finalized designs and then they'll make sets around that and then when it comes out it's like oh this looks slightly different because they changed up the design right before the movie came out and Lego didn't have time to be like, oh, we've already made 50,000 sets and we can't yeah. like go back and change that it. It's too late. Okay, that makes sense. That's cool, though. I just, like, I was playing through it on my birthday and I just found that and it was, like, really weird mm-hmm. to see that there and not see it in the movie. Yeah, Lego can, Star Wars. I'm pretty Wars, sure in the movie so good. that you can see... I'm pretty sure you can, like, see them walking away from bodies. You can see where it would have been. Yeah. yeah, Lego Star Wars, like the complete saga, such an Dude, such an amazing. I, I like, cannot wait day. for the remaster. Oh man, Jack, if like, you please, if you get that on PC, Jack, I'm down to <laughs> go PC. like co-op for <laughs> the full mission. Hours. Are they doing co-op online multiplayer for that? I'm, I think so because they had it for the original. They did have it for the. Did they? They. I think they had it. I think it was on, I don't like, think a Lego game has ever had online co-op. What about I Xbox for, Live? Well, no, for PC. Huh. I know there was No, there Jackson, was you got to get it on the Switch. So there's always been local multiplayer. Gamer. <laughs> I mean, you, that's true. We all have Switches. Gamer, you're on a Switch. You call yourself a gamer. The only I mean, I did add 25 hours to Minecraft last week in the span of 2 days. Hello. 25 hours to Minecraft. Boy, I have so many hours in <laughs> Minecraft, and I add that in, like... Oh, no, I no, know. No, I'm just, just saying, like, in for, in the span of 48 hours, I spent 25 of them playing Minecraft. <laughs> Those are rookie numbers. Dude, I, I got through, what was it? What was that? Did I, yeah, Just Cause 3 and Just Cause 4. I had, like... I can't remember. It was almost well, an entire sometimes week of playing. People, that. people that have lives have like can be impressed by their numbers what are lives <laughs> you know in a game when you die <laughs> and they're like there's yeah, only three of these that left that's a life <laughs> i don't have any Whoa. maybe i should get one i do that so i want to i want to talk about rogue one all right okay and you want to know why you want to know why all right uh feel free to hate me I think Rogue One is an S-tier movie. Mm, well, mm, I was going to say A-tier. I don't know. I don't... Because, like, what Scott said about S-tier, how it's a movie you can watch on repeat and never get tired of it, I feel like mm-hmm. I don't have that with Rogue One. Yeah. I I, I would put it in A-tier because I think it's a, a great movie. I'd say A. But... Yeah. It's it doesn't have that rewatchability for I, me. I mean, it's also one of those like unnecessary movies. Like, did we really need a story? Oh, Rogue One is the most the ex- is the most stolen? money they've ever spent to flick a plot plot hole. <laughs> so, I, I will say, yeah, uh, Rogue One is for me one of the the perfect mix of nostalgic original trilogy and new age Star Wars with like modern cinematography. The way that they put like the troopers on the beach, they put it on the shore with the like on Scarif and the beautiful planet. Jen Erso is actually like a really cool character. I liked her a lot. Um, 
actress is really cool. I think there was some insane action and then a really good mix of dialogue and action. I really love the unconventional ending of, well, everyone's just got to die. Like, that was really cool. And also, hallway scene wow. at the end. You liked the death of everyone in that movie? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Vader for hallway that hallway scene, scene, I would be willing to put it in S tier. Vader hallway scene. Oh, am I going to get outranked here? Because I, I think also, even with the hallway scene, it's still A tier. I like, also I saw Rogue One. I in really like. I like the more like war aesthetic. Uh huh. Yeah. And like the way it was more of a war movie than any of the other Star Wars movies. I think that's something that Disney missed with doing these two anthology films uh-huh. is. They each picked a genre and really went into that genre. Like, Solo did. did crime, heist, western, and really dug into that. Rogue One picked war and, like, real gritty and uh-huh. really dug into that. And I think that's what makes that's them awesome. such great films is because they're distinct and they're unique mm-hmm. from the other ones while also still being able to fit into the Star Wars universe. But... I don't know. I still I feel mean, like Rogue One is an A tier. I saw Rogue One in theaters, movie. and it blew uh, away. I I I'm willing to put it in S tier because I would like to go again with that point of it really explored the Star Wars universe because like mm-hmm. I mean like it explored more of the rebellion side because like I mean you know it also gave backstory, um, but it explored more of like I don't know I guess the background because like when you're watching yeah. A New Hope, let's say you know they're it's kind of a blunt, this is the Death Star, and this yeah. is what happens while they're, like, the people are fighting in it. But then when it comes to, like, Rogue One, it's like, oh, this is Scarif base, and this is what it's like inside. Yeah. This is how they all act. Yeah. This is the protocol. This is all the fight scenes. And I'm not saying, like, you know, A New Hope is bad. I just like uh-huh. it because it really goes into detail it of... digs in. The back... More of the Star Wars, like, as a universe. Like, it explores... And this is... This is also coming from me. This is coming from me who loves war films like 1917 and like Dunkirk. And um, I watched one recently. Ah, crap. I can't remember what it was called. But um, like those war movies. And I've been saying for the longest time, we need an R rated Star Wars war movie. But no, they're too scared. They're too scared. They wouldn't do it. Um, everyone go to the GoFundMe so we can fund this project ourselves. No, that's not real. I wish it was, though. I, so, I'd be down with that, but they'd have to do that in, like, the old Republic era. Oh, so that yeah. way they can bring back Jedi. Yeah, that's true. Like, I just need to see some blood spray when they stick a guy with a lightsaber. I just need to see it. Oh, what are you so, talking about, bro? Well, that scene bl- in A New Hope where he, like, Obi-Wan cut off yeah, that guy's true. arm, that scarred me for life. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's about. true. I was, like, seven when I saw that. I have to ask the question, though. Like, if your limb gets cut off with a lightsaber, would blood splatter everywhere? Because wouldn't the lightsaber be so hot that it would, like, cauterize the wound? That's well, true. that could do any of that. That does depend, because, like, you know, if you take a welder and you're going over two pieces of metal put together and you just kind of, like, go really fast over it, it's not going to weld it. It's just going to scald it. So, like, mm-hmm. if someone's cutting fast enough, which is usually what happens, it wouldn't actually close the wounds. It would just singe them. Mm-hmm. That's true. Okay, that makes sense. But I, like, I don't know, Rogue One dug into those. And I also felt like it was, like, really real in the sense that, like, 
it put the i mean it's star wars like it put the war more in perspective of like these are real people that were getting drafted into like working on the death star and like she like had to like go through without her father because he was like an imperial and like that was really cool to me and like really so much deeper like they have not gotten that deep since rogue one so s or a okay i'm gonna change my stance and i'm gonna go s because s Krennic is yes. the, aside from Darth Maul, Krennic is the best Star Wars villain we've gotten because he is the most logical and actually thinks things through. Because yeah. you have a lot of Star Wars villains that are like, ah, I'm so smart. The rebels outsmarted me. And Krennic's like, guys, stop being idiots. Like, you're watching these people invade our place <laughs> yeah. and you're just yeah. standing there. Blind are we blind? blind? Deploy the garrison! Yeah, This exactly. man... Underrated, underrated villain. Underrated. And he I will put it in S tier just it. because of that. No, he's just like, there to do his everyone job. Everyone else is like, oh, the Death Star is going to be the ultimate weapon. He's like, it's not the ultimate weapon. We gotta go. <laughs> it's yeah. not gonna yeah, save us here. Just kill him. He's also like, I feel bad for him because he gets everything stolen. Because the Death Star was his project. And then Tarkin walks in and is like, ha, this is, this is my, my project. Now. Our project. Um, that nice was try. the, uh... That was the Genosians project. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Well, he claims nah, we're not gonna go into. The <laughs> nobody cares EU. about the Genosians. <laughs> no, I'm no sorry, one. Did you just say nobody cares about the Genosians? You're the only like the one that cares planet. about the Genosians. <laughs> oh no, I hate Genosians. <laughs> worst you, map Jack, in Battlefront Two. Battlefront 2 worst map in Battlefront like, Two. Worst map. Worst map. Anyway. <laughs> oh, definitely. Like, ooh. Have you played yeah. Battlefront Two, Nick? Oh, we. Used oh, to play- I have like. We 35 days of playtime in Battlefront 2. Wait, hold on. Like, that together. was my game. Huh. Why did, did it get silent? <laughs> I don't know. I... Nick, are you still there? Yeah. Oh, that was weird. We just oh, okay. all stopped talking. We used to yeah. play Battlefront, we I played used Battlefront, play Battlefront, Battlefront 2. 2 I've been playing Battlefront 2 since 2017. Like, I've been playing it since wow, like pre-release day. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Hey, I play, I've been playing Just Cause 4 since pre-release day. I can give that out. Even though it's like <laughs> what have I been playing since years. release day? Nothing. Anyway. <laughs> She's been playing my heart since right. release day. <laughs> We're moving into the original trilogy. <laughs> Movies that, you know, people kind of don't like you saying anything bad about. Because how dare you say anything bad about the original trilogy? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the original uh, trilogy, honestly, overall, are great. But there I'd is, say we'll I, I feel, start with a I, I don't know how Star Wars has the biggest fan base for movies that are constantly debated to be just okay. Like, I just want that out there. Yeah. The amount of people that are huge Star Wars fans compared to the movies that we have. Is really funny because there should not be as many Star Wars fans. And it makes you realize how important the world building is of these movies. Anyway, A New Hope, it's a classic, but it's not the best Star Wars film ever made. It, I mean, it. A tier. It got going, so I say A tier. Yeah, I'd say. It's a solid setup movie. It mm-hmm. definitely was. Um, 
that's really all I have to say about it. It's a solid setup movie. Like, it, it was is. good. Introduced people to Star Wars way back in 1977. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I like it, though, because, like, yeah. I mean, throughout it, it doesn't. I mean, he still struggles with, like, lightsabers and fighting in uh-huh. general. Like, he still is just a farm boy through most of it. And he doesn't, you know, he's not the greatest fighter there is. Yeah, no. Yeah, I, I like, uh for what it for what it is like a new hope like they did an incredible job there's also something to say for like oh they started from nothing when they made a new hope they started from nothing there was no context and then they just instantly went into this insane world that george lucas created and it's like wow what a brilliant guy so i give it an a tier i think that might be yeah i think that might also be why it's such a good setup movie is because like they went they didn't even have like any books that books were based off of a new mm-hmm. hope and then they were just like oh hey here's this universe we already have backstory and we know where we're gonna take this to the future like they name yeah. dropped they had a the full Clone plan Wars and, they had yeah. a full plan <laughs> brilliant i just find it weird that they started with four uh did... well it wasn't originally titled four it was just star wars and then yeah. they did Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. And then when they went back to do 1, 2, and 3, they had to be like, okay, this is 4, 5, and 6. Yeah. So yeah. that's why it's like, oh, they started kind of like, at this point, halfway through the story. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Just really good movie. I It's also, like, really nostalgic. Because, like, you know, I, you know, wasn't born in 1977. My dad was born in 1977. Like, I wasn't there when it was released in theaters. But, like, you know, I I grew up in an air quote Star Wars household where, like, it was just a lot of fun to watch. And so, like, even going back to those old movies that, by the way, have aged like fine wine. This is why you don't yeah. use technology of your time. You use timeless technology. That's why The Phantom Menace aged poorly and A New Hope didn't. Anyway. It did fine. The Phantom Menace was okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> Should we... Next next movie we got. This is um, this is a big movie. I mean, a movie that was. Yeah. It's my number one favorite movie of all time. We put this Empire on Strikes a, on our Dad episode on our episode top five movies. Go back. Uh, this was your number one. So uh, give yeah. us a uh, pitch. And I'll just kind of pitch to me why it should be an S tier. Um, it should be an S tier <laughs> because I think when I look at a definition of greatest movies of all time and like a film that is perfect in almost essentially every way i see empire strikes back it has solid characters solid pacing solid story like really solid action especially for the 19 i think this one came out in the late 70s i think um Mm, early 80s i'm not sure but for the time it had really good choreography not to mention like the practical effects they used for the ATATs and like the entire battle of hoth was all done essentially in stop motion which is really cool yeah and also like not only does it continue the story of a new hope but it also sets up return of the jedi so well because it's like mm-hmm. this big reveal and not to mention maybe the biggest reveal of all cinema uh darth vader is luke's father like yeah legit that that's a have huge you seen those deal videos especially of the, have you seen the videos of those original screenings for empire strikes back and like the exact yes. moment that people saw that darth vader was his father like i get chills from those videos because everyone is just like 
oh and it's so funny because like we know that like it's just common knowledge but like in 1980 which is when it released that was such a big deal and i love that and also to piggyback on and i dare say i think the vader father reveal is like the endgame portals of the 1980s honestly that's the kind of effect that it had and that's why empire strikes back is so freaking good because it holds up to the test of time. And, you know, people may come at me for this, but I think Han and Leia is the best romance story in all of Star Wars. Like, I don't think anyone can tell me otherwise. Is there is there another one so, to compare them to? Are you like, kidding me? Like, have you seen Padme in Anakin? That was <laughs> top quality. Top quality. You're not like yeah, sand. <laughs> they're not, like, awkward or anything. Like, I don't like sand. That is um, the best, like, um, pickup line ever. Don't spit on my favorite couple, Ray and Kylo Ren. <laughs> what are you talking? Okay, you're fine. Get <laughs> we'll, we'll get to get that out. later. And Don't we'll spit on my favorite couple, Luke and Leia. Done. Like the way. <laughs> Hold on. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I say S tier. Um, I say S tier. Yeah. I I agree with S tier. I'd also like to say, uh, fun fun movie factoid. Um, it Mark Hamill in the scene where he's in the Wampa cave and he's hanging upside down and is like all scratched up with scars. None of that is makeup. He actually got in a car wreck the the week before filming that and was fine, but was super scuffed up. And so huh. all of his Whoa. bruises are real. So, so hold on, well, that was that scene nicely. in the cave, like improv or no, the like, scene was, was added the on scene after? was The scene was scripted. They were going to like put makeup on him, but then they were like, Oh, well, <laughs> thanks, Mark. She got into a car accident, Perfect. darn. God. Shoot. Oh, no. I it wasn't like, like to no say... staged or anything. <laughs> oh, no. They, we totally didn't send someone to hit him. What? Yeah. No. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? Nervous laughter. <laughs> uh, yeah, I also so love... sorry that happened to you. I love the visual effects where, like, they grab the lightsaber with the force, but in reality, it's just them throwing it, and then it's reversed. Like, that's so Wait, good. It... It is? Yeah, legit. I didn't know that. Oh, come on. I didn't know they had the ability to reverse footage back then. Yeah, nineteen eighty? Yeah, they did. That was the era Whoa. of the era of Steven Spielberg films. They very much did. Yeah. You learn something new every day. Great okay. directing. Yeah. This has been uh, my fun movie facts. Jackson's huh. fun movies. That's a terrible name. That name, sounds like something that pending. would play in a movie theater before you're seeing the movie. <laughs> Get, like, you know those trivia things that pop up on screen? <laughs> if you're watching Front and Center. Get get here early next time for exclusive interviews and games. It's like, I'm here to see a movie. What's wrong with I, you? Yeah. I feel like it's kind of sad that you have that memorized. Like, <laughs> coming soon to theaters. Coming soon to theaters. Coming soon to theaters. Here we go. Oh, man. I I do have that memorized because I go to the theater so much. I had to get a job. Anyway, <laughs> movie theaters are expensive. I feel that. I was about to get a job in a movie theater, but for some reason they still had that we're hiring sign, even though they weren't. Oh. <laughs> I went to a movie theater the other day, and um, I paid six fifty for a medium soda, and I Good almost Lord. cried. Like, Good lord! Yeah, no, it was a medium soda. It wasn't even like a large or an icy. No, it was just a medium Fanta, and I was like, I cannot believe I paid six dollars and fifty cents for this. Wait, hold on. Wow. What did you get? 
Fanta. You paid six dollars you you paid that <laughs> much for a medium cup, and you were like, "Yeah, I have all these choices." I'm gonna get the Fanta. What are you doing? <laughs> I don't like any other soda. Uh, I mean Sprite. I like Sprite okay. and Fanta. That's it. Was it Orange Fanta? I, like, none of the weird... Yeah. Okay, yeah. fine. Sure. No, it was like classic Orange Fanta. Yeah, I don't like any no. of the other ones. There's like Grape Fanta if you take, if you want to feel like you're eight and have a cough. Like, that's that's pretty <laughs> much it. <laughs> Here's the thing. I've never had Grape Fanta, so I don't know if that's it true. It tastes like if medicine. Is, I'm never going to have it. Like... Yeah, no. Um, I, I respect people that don't like the dark sodas. Like, you know, Dr. Pepper and the Coke stuff. Like, that... It's really bad for your teeth, so not that Orange Fans is that much better. But... <laughs> no wonder I have cancer at age 16. <laughs> what? Who knew? <laughs> Darn. Scott is on the Nerdies podcast via the Make-A-Wish program. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know these people. We've been making up these stories. <laughs> We're making it up as we go along. We've turned off my uh, heart monitor. It was getting really annoying. It was it getting really loud. It kept beeping like super fast, so you know, editing like... it out was kind of hard. Um, I mean, we turned off the noise, but it looks like it's <laughs> flatlining, so we might turn it back on. Uh, Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Moving on to uh, Return of the Jedi. I, I feel indifferent about this movie. I don't think I've seen it enough to like say it's an S-tier movie. I, I like the conclusion at the end of, like, you know, blowing up the Death Star mm-hmm. and Vader's redemption and, like, you know, Luke's whole thing of, like, I'm, I'm a Jedi like my father before me and, like, you know, mm-hmm. Vader's redemption of, you know, throwing Palpatine to his death and then, um, and I put air quotes around death, but I'll get, uh-huh. I'll get to that later. Yeah. No, he does um, So, it's just, it was a good conclusion, I mean, I don't really have much more to say about it. I think the beginning was kind of okay. I, I really like the beginning. I mean, I know it was the not 80s. Not just because of Leia. I know it was... But... Okay, this might sound a little controversial. I know it was the 80s, and, like, you know, racy swimsuits were all the rage. But did yeah. we really need Slave Leia? No. Like, was that really didn't. a necessity? <laughs> You're gonna get canceled by, um, like... I'm gonna get canceled because everybody's like, how... Dare yeah. you no. insult the I'm like, it's it's a. Pr- was that necessary that, to the plot of the film? That specifically was a product of its time, <laughs> but yeah. um, they couldn't uh, get away with that today. Uh, I mean, not in a PG Have movie. You seen no. Twitch's current state. <laughs> anyway, not in a PG movie, but um, yeah. I don't know. Re- uh, Return of the Jedi was my favorite Star Wars movie for a long time. I've recently fallen away from that like more onto uh like empire strikes back and a new hope and and, like rogue one but i mean i really i really like the scenes in jabba's palace where it's like just the setting is really cool i've always loved like action movies that are in like clubs and like you know like black like the black panther stuff and like falcon and winter soldier stuff and uh even john wick at times like that's so yeah yeah it's so good which Um, has one of the best like fight music or like best fight music is in the red circle if if nick gets too busy with school you and i will just do a podcast on john wick Anyway, I'm down, but you have to watch the third. That's the most. Important yeah, that's one. fine. I'll do the third when the fourth one comes out. 
fourth, fifth, and sixth. Honestly, I Low won't key. stop you. Anyway, anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, Return of the Jedi, I really like the setting. I think character-wise, they do, like, just the best job you could have done. Like, it's just... It really is just a masterpiece for their characters, and that's why the sequel trilogy makes me so mad, because they messed that up. So, like, Return of the Jedi really just put Luke and Vader in, like, these beautiful... Like, just a beautiful... I don't know, display of their characters that they built in this beautiful world. Um, also, Ewok Hunt on Battlefront 2. Gosh, um, that's, that has, <laughs> like, taken off 10 years of my life, and I now have PTSD. Yeah, uh, if it when wasn't... are they going to add new maps, though? If it wasn't that's for Return of the Jedi, then we wouldn't have Ewok Hunt, so... I think it's an Well, 80- you know, they're never going to add anything to Battlefront 2. Battlefront 2 is done. Is done. Like, it's Battlefront terrible. 2 wrapped... DLC early 2020? Yeah. I think. Which is yeah, sad. Well, was their last update? That is sad. I would put I, mean, I would put Return of the Jedi as an A tier movie. Yeah, I'd say that too. I can get behind that. Because I, like I it, definitely It's not perfect, I, but it's yeah. still really great. Well, cuz like in in The Empire Strikes Back, you could see like Vader is trying to get Luke to join the dark side just because yeah. he wants him to be in the dark side. But in Return of the Jedi, like when he's talking to him on Endor, they kind of have a bonding moment, I guess. Yeah. Where, like he could see he's like saying, "Hey, I, I know there's good in you," and like I don't know. With even with the helmet on, you can tell like Vader's thinking, "There is. Like, what is am I doing with that?" Me? And so I just, yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like that was what really gave it will really sent it for me i agree yeah all right all right before we move into the sequel trilogy smash that probably gonna be the most heated part of the episode before i move into the sequel trilogy i want to say regardless of how much i trash these movies i think all of the actors daisy ridley john boyega adam driver like i think everybody did a phenomenal job with what they were given yes i think the acting with these movies across the board was on point that is not my problem with these movies i second my problem with these movies comes from just we'll get into that so force awakens um i don't like this movie at all yeah like i it's it's a b or c tier movie for me it I watched it a ton when it was like the brand new Star Wars movie, but then as soon as The Last Jedi came out, I don't think I've rewatched it since then. Mm-hmm. And that's been like five years. Yeah, I. Well, a little less. I'm not too big a fan of it because I, I don't know. It felt very flashy. It felt like, because I mean, you know, Star Wars hadn't had a new movie in however long when that came out. And I just felt like they were like trying to push this as welcome yeah. back to star wars they really were shoving movie. they were shoving and those that's... iconic star wars imagery down your throat yeah and so that's why i'm not too big a fan of it because like they brought the millennium falcon back and i like that they brought it back but they brought it back in this way that was like oh this ship is garbage it's the worst thing ever and then when they find out what it is they're like greatest oh ship in the world like yo let's you know and <sighs> I just feel like it was it was kind of like very fan servicey and very like this is the new Star Wars welcome. Mm-hmm. So I okay. I put it in. I, what do you guys think about B tier? So 
I would say B tier. I would like to say, for me personally, this is just my opinion. My opinion. Uh oh. The Force Awakens, for me personally, is an A tier movie, and I think it's the best of the sequels. And <laughs> okay, okay, let me explain. I saw, and it's solely based on my experience seeing it. Okay, The Force Awakens, I saw it in theaters opening weekend. It was December, I don't know, something. It was early December. It was very cold. We lived in the Pacific Northwest. It was so freaking cold. And we stood outside for a long time and got tickets. Then we saw it. And I, like, I was kind of a Star Wars fan, kind of. But then the opening credits came on, you know, with, like, the the scrolling words. And the, it just came up and it said, Star Wars. And then their whole, like, Buddha! And, like, the theater erupted in applause because it was like Star Wars was back. And that was really like, that was my aha moment of I wanted to be a Star Wars fan. And then the rest of it was just like, like, yeah, they crammed the nostalgia. Like tr- they really like went hard on the nostalgia and essentially just remade a new hope. That's essentially what they did. But if I like if I turn my brain off and like watch it, I can enjoy it as a movie of just like, oh, man, like you, I could see it in two ways. I could say, oh, they're really cramming the nostalgia down your throat. It's just like uh, the characters are fine. Or I could be like, oh, my gosh, that's the Millennium Falcon. That's rad. Like, that's what I feel like a lot of the people are watching these movies as. So that's kind of what I watched that one as. And I saw someone on Twitter justifying where they're like. They're like, I know it isn't, but The Force Awakens feels like a Christmas movie. I think that was And I it agree. Came out, it came out around Christmas, right? It came out around Christmas. Oh, I don't know. Well, I think I agree. I don't know what it is. Maybe yeah. it is the fact that it came out around Christmas. I, well, but it one... does give you kind of like that Christmas movie vibe. Well, because here's the thing. like A tradition in our family is we'll go and watch a new movie on yeah. Christmas and the new movies over the past whenever the new Star Wars was out mm-hmm. was The Last or Force Awakens Last yeah. Jedi and Rise of Rise the Skywalker. Skywalker so like that, yeah. I feel like there's definitely like a Christmassy connection with that but then I also have like a Christmas connection with the Hobbit movies uh-huh. and with Me too. I'm pretty sure I have one with John Wick like it, <laughs> it's kind of spread Die but right. I definitely see like The Force Awakens it feels uh-huh. like a Christmas movie and I I was like, oh, that's crazy. But then I thought about it. And I was like, the December release date compared with the nostalgic vibes, the, you know, the wholesome themes with the winter setting and the John Williams soundtrack. What makes, wh- like, what's stopping it from feeling a, like a Christmas movie? You know what other movie John Williams did music for? Home Alone. Okay, I'm just putting that out there. Wait, that was John Williams? Yes, sir. Huh. Yep. Did not know that. So the Force Awakens. I don't know. I'm stick. I'm sticking with B tier. I'm sticking with B tier. <sighs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't. I. I. Yeah. I definitely put it in the same category as Attack of the Clones. Ah. Uh, yeah. uh, okay. I. All right. I, I, all right. My name is Jackson These Glass. Next two? My name is Jackson Glass, and I think I, the Force Awakens is an A tier movie. <sighs> 
next. All right, you can put that out there and you can believe that. Oh, the tables have turned. You You see what's next? You see what's next? The tables have turned, my guy. All right, all right. Hold on, hold on. Okay, let me say, these next two are my big moments as a on the podcast and as a Star Wars fan. The Last Jedi. Listen, I've been flip-flop with this movie a lot. When I saw it, I was like, holy crap, that was the coolest thing I've ever seen. And then I got to the end and I was like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And then I thought it was the dumbest thing I'd ever seen for a long time. <laughs> and then I rewatched it. And I gotta say, it's the The Last Jedi is the best, definitively, by a lot, out of the sequels. I would dare... Well, actually, okay, I wouldn't put it in S tier. I think it's an A tier movie. Yeah. I don't think it's up there with, like, Empire Strikes Back and Revenge of the Sith. But I do think it is a really good movie. And I know that's going to be controversial because people don't like Ryan Johnson. Now, listen, I understand, Star Wars fans, you don't like Ryan Johnson. But let's take The Last Jedi and disassociate it from the other two movies in the sequel trilogy, just for a second. You gotta think, Ryan Johnson was handed all of these things that J.J. Abrams left open-ended or Lucasfilm was like, we want to do this. And they he was given that and then given no direction from anyone on what to do. So he's like, okay, I'll do my own thing. And then people didn't like that because it was, quote, too different of a Star Wars movie when I think it's ironic because The Force Awakens was criticized for being too much of a Star Wars movie. So I think The Last Jedi has some really good cinematography. It has... It is the I think it's the only Star Wars the only numbered Star Wars movie to not have a lightsaber on lightsaber fight, which I thought was really cool. It has that really cool fight with the Praetorian guards, and of course everything on crate is just beautiful, like very beautifully shot and well done. And wait, which one? I was know crate? the Salt Planet. That's the Salt. Oh yeah, yeah. When he like runs his finger on the ground, it's like Salt, yeah. Salt. Also known as the entire Star Wars um, fan base thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, huh. I'm not going to sit here and say The Last Jedi is perfect because I think the entire scene of like the entire Canto Bite thing with Finn and Rose could have been cut out and the movie would have been a lot better. Um, I think it does a lot to set up Rey and Kylo Ren's relationship, which is going to come up later. Um, but yeah, I think, and a lot of people are like, I don't think Luke should have been a hermit. I think he should have been the strong, independent Jedi we knew him as. And I'm like, it's been 30 years. He almost killed his nephew on impulse. And then his nephew turned around and burned down and killed everything that he did. Same thing happened to my buddy Craig once. Yeah. Are you telling me like, are you telling me that you wouldn't go be a hermit after all of these things happened? Like, he has ample reason for doing what he did. So, I, I will like say, the one thing one of with your... The Last Jedi that really made me mad is when, you know, at the end of The Force Awakens, she hands him the lightsaber, and it's like, what's he gonna do? And then you start The Last Jedi, and you're like, what's he gonna do? What's he gonna, he gonna do? And do? he throws it over his shoulder. I hated that, because Trash. I was like, I waited two years to watch you toss a lightsaber over a cliff? Yeah. Really? I feel Trash. I'm not too big a fan of Luke's character in The Last Jedi mm-hmm. because it feels like it feels like there's too much of a varying type of character and not necessarily character arc. It's just they kind of switch around 
what he does. Like from this kind of like comedic, you know, tossing the lightsaber over to this, oh, I don't really give a crap about anything when he's like going around doing his yeah. chores on the island to this, oh, I'm sacrificing myself, you know, trying to distract them so that way they can get away. I feel like because mm-hmm. a lot of movies have one kind of strict character idea, like, you know, with Anakin in The Revenge of the Sith, he slowly gets angrier and angrier and more like dangerous i guess and Uh obi-wan still has this kind of like i'm fighting for what i can even though i'm tired i'm still fighting but then they just like they kind of jump around with his character too much yeah i agree that's that's why i'm not too big a fan of it but out of the other sequels i feel like it's the best because it had a lot i don't know it looked really good in my opinion like it just like visually it looked good here's here's my gripe you said that it was your favorite because of the cinematography. Nick did. That's what you said. Literally, I left the theater. Few movies I do this. I left the theater and said that movie looked bad. I did not like the way it looked. It made me uncomfortable. There were too many wide static shots. And it might just be a style thing. I don't know. But I thought it looked bad. And I also think in the era where Marvel hit its peak, Star Wars tried to get in on some of that like comedic action. And I just was not there for it. Because there's yeah. scenes where like where like, you know, Ray and Kylo Ren are fighting and they're like on each other's side now, question mark. And then he like shoves this guy into a fan and he's like, there's a guy goes red guy goes up in the fan. And then the person I sat next to in the theater laughed, and I laughed, and then like everyone laughed. I was like, are we supposed to be laughing in a Star Wars movie? Like, what? Like, Star Wars has always been subtly funny in the sense of, like, oh, C-3PO is scared. But it's never yeah. like, this is a joke. And also, Gr- what's her name? Grand Admiral something, purple hair lady. Um, oh, I shoot. I don't remember her name. I don't know. I, I hate... I don't like her character at all. She was pointless. They killed Admiral Akbar, which was pointless. Leia turned into Mary Poppins, which was weird. We never, we never answer a single question we had from uh, the Force Awakens, and then we go into Rise of Skywalker and we answer like two of them, Less. and we give them the wrong answers. But we'll get into that. The Last Jedi. I- does not do it for me. I do, I will say, and like all the Luke stuff, I second that, but I will say it is altogether, it's okay. There's just a lot of plot and style issues that I can't, I can't see through that I'm like, I, I don't enjoy watching it. That's what yeah. I'll say. I don't know. I feel like one, like just going back to that cinematography thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely feel like that might be a style thing because I I played Shadow of the Colossus way too much. Um, <laughs> but I, I like when you're playing it, it's these like very vast open landscapes. And a point that was like brought up in some YouTube video is that there is hours of unused yet explorable content, and I feel like I like that. But like the main thing is is there's this green grass and then there's like you know rocky cliffs and whatnot i -hmm. really like that vibe because it feels so vast and empty i feel like another thing that way but that is like sound but i really liked 
the island that Luke was living on. It just has like yeah. a vibe because like there's very like this kind of nice green colored grass always just on the top, and then there was these gray cliff areas. I just don't, yeah. I don't know. I feel like I do. Li- I do like the vibe. The... I yeah. I do like the vibe of the island, and I'm just I'm also annoyed that Chewbacca didn't do anything. Like he was just kind of there, and uh, he was there you... to like get Luke, and then he did nothing else. Like he, and then he just sat he was there down to convince Luke chords. to start doing something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I want to jump in here before we stick it on the board. This movie is the last time I genuinely liked or cared about Rey and Kylo Ren. Not necessarily as a couple or as a pair of characters, but individually, this was the last movie that I cared about Mm -hmm. them in. Because in Rise of Skywalker, it just completely got rid of that. But I'll come back to that. And I think what I like about Rey's character is... I loved Rey from, like, this start. I was like, oh, my gosh, like, a strong female character? That's pretty dope. And mm-hmm. she's got a blue lightsaber. Like, that's really cool. We don't really know who she is. There's a mystery here. I like that. And The Last Jedi kind of doubled down on that. And they're like, she's like, who am I? Who are my parents? And Kylo Ren's like, you're nobody. You're nothing. And I like that because I like the message of mm-hmm. you don't have to have a special name in this giant, in this vast universe of people and hundreds Thank and you. hundreds of Jedi Thank and different, that. you know, family names. You don't have to be a Skywalker to do good things and yeah. be important. That and was, that, that was, was good. what was I perfect. really loved about this film. I do like that. I like. And that. then the Rise of Skywalker came in and poo pooed on it, and <laughs> mm, and then called her a Skywalker. But I'll come back to that. And then the Ray Skywalker. Mm. <laughs> I'm I'm down to put the Last Jedi in B. I'm gonna stick A. I gonna feel like a? it's an A tier movie. I would put the Last Jedi on the same level of Attack of the Clones. Yeah, I'm I, like I, in B and the Force Awakens. No, I would put the Force Awakens in A, but we can't always get what we want now, can we? Oh, fine, fine, fine. B tier it is. Gosh, All right. don't kill me. I also like Rise say, of Skywalker. All right. I don't Here like this. I don't like the this casino is gonna scene. get into a <clears throat> fight. I might want to buy some plane tickets to Florida right. real quick. <laughs> We're gonna. Oh no! Listen, I Scott, mean, anonymous location they... like Russia. Um, not Ru- no. We've already we've already established it's not Russia. <laughs> well, I, I said do. that. In yeah, I'll just I'll just bleep it out. Nobody will ever know where it, I it could just be like I'll just bleep anonymous it location known as beep. redacted. Redacted. <laughs> beep. Yeah. All Who right. wants to start with okay. Rise of Skywalker? I'll, Don't hold I'll back. Start, Don't hold back. <laughs> All right. I am a fan of some level of continuity, even if there's like a large gap between the time. Like, yeah. I mean, take, for example, the Just Cause series. Between Just Cause 3 and Just Cause 4, Rico, the main character, goes through a lot of different things. But there's still this idea that he is a rebellious, previously a government agent, Someone who, you know, has these cool gadgets. And they kept that between the two games, even though there was like five, ten years between them or whatever. And they did that with the fant- like the prequel trilogy and all of the movies in there. Like, they kept Luke and Obi-Wan throughout the... Or Anakin and Obi-Wan throughout the entire thing. And then, you know, overall, uh, C-3PO and R2-D2, they kept that. But, like, in between each era, mm-hmm. there's these big old gaps, but they still have some level of continuity 
when it comes to the prequel, uh, the sequel. the original trilogy and the sequel trilogy, there's not much continuity there, like at all. Mm-hmm. And then when it comes to the sequel trilogy, the rest of the sequel trilogy, and the rise of Skywalker, it feels. I don't know, it feels like there's such a disconnect from everything else yeah, between Rise of the Skywalker. Because, like, I mean, hey, Palpatine was brought back, and we can figure out that it was done through, like, cloning, but, like, that was barely mentioned and wasn't explored yeah. on. And, like, hey, how did they get to this planet? How did they choose this? How, how does this measure up? Like, how is this part of the Jedi tradition? Yeah. And that's not explained, like, at all. And that's why I'm not a big fan of it, because it doesn't feel connect like it does feel like a star wars movie it just doesn't feel connected to everything else because like you know that's true solo is not technically mainstream star wars but like but it still has blasters and you know all this stuff it has the millennium falcon it has characters and this big mix and still some lore but just for the rise of yeah. skywalker it feels like it's just such a disconnect from everything else other than the fact that oh hey lightsabers and same characters I like to like that's so true because it's almost like completely different characters the way that they had no idea what they were doing with their characters. Uh, justice for Finn, please. He deserves better than to just scream Ray for three hours. Um, if I'm not mistaken, honestly, that though, is his most said word throughout the entire series. Ray! 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 I have something to tell you. What? Don't drown! <laughs> Ray, I have something to tell you! I'll tell you later, though! He did not tell her later. We're it's about to die like the like TikTok filter. It's like, he did not he did tell not. her later. Oh, I'm hopeful. Yes, I am. Oh. Yeah. I don't We're know. about to the, die in three seconds. This is your last chance to say uh, something. And I'll get it to you later. I'm good. I'm just... I'd also like to... They, we've sped on this movie in like almost every episode of this podcast, so there's hard yeah. to come up with things to say. But they pulled the oh, I'm gonna go off. They Just pulled the fake death card like three times. They're like, "Ooh, Chewbacca's dead, but he is alive." Oh, C-3PO has his memory wiped, but then it's restored. Oh, Leia's gonna die. Oh, she's actually dead, but we don't really know why. Oh, Han is back. But he's not back. He's just a ghost. But, yeah. but, but Kylo Ren Ooh, is... Ooh, Kylo got stabbed in the chest, but we can force Kylo heal Ren now? Is, is stabbed, ah? but we yeah. can force heal because that lines up with the Mandalorian release dates. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. I feel, like, I feel like that scene in the Mike Myers' Cat in the Hat movie where he's like, wow, this is so much more fun than Universal Studios. Uh-huh. ka <laughs> Yeah. I- yeah. I feel like another one of the issues, though, is like, is between Ray and Kylo, is that, like, mm. I agree a lot with the idea of Kylo, like, struggling, like, should I be on the light side or the dark mm-hmm. side, or should I just go and do my own thing? And I love that idea a lot, I but it was too. very poorly executed because it was like, oh hey, last moment, why not be on a good guy? It's, I don't hey, know. I feel not? like he jumps between being good and bad too much like he does try and convince ray that he's gonna you know change the world for the better or change the universe for the better rather but they just i don't know, he jumps back and forth between it a lot and i again love the idea just badly executed and i also think they should not have kissed at the end what the frick was that them kissing uh, at the um, end 
Whose who Ew. wrote who wrote that and then was like, oh okay. yeah. I kid you not. I was in the theater. I was watching that scene as it played out, and I was like, oh man, Ray is dead. What a crazy thing that she sacrificed herself. What what a great way to end the trilogy. Like, isn't that crazy? And then Kylo like brings her back to life, and then he dies. And then they're like, our last thing we're going to do is kiss. And I was like, excuse Why? me. Questions? Honestly, what? Like, I kind of don't like the fact that he died. Like, No, he shouldn't have it died. It doesn't make much sense. Because, like, you know, Ray healed that weird snake thing with no issues. Like, she didn't feel, like, she didn't seem tired or whatever. Like, yeah. Grogu did that when he was still technically a child. And it's like. I mean, yeah, he did heal her, and he did bring her back from the dead, but, like, but, like I don't why, feel like how that did she would die? That's him. what I never understood about that scene, is how did she die? Uh, exhausted. What killed her? The lightning, like, just being I, too I, exhausted. I was just too tired. I was tired. I was too I was sad, sleepy. and I died. I'm just gonna go take a permanent sweep. I was, too, I was just sad. <laughs> All right. All right, All right. I'm, I'm cracking ready, my knuckles here. I haven't go gotten off. to go off on the ride of Skywalker in a long time. I'm down for it. All right. <clears throat> Get your popcorn. I hate this movie with more passion than I have ever hated a movie in my entire life. Or even loved. Because I went into this with this is the penultimate Star Wars movie. I had my Star Wars shirt. I had my Star Wars friends. I had my lightsaber that I had just gotten at Galaxy's Edge. Like, I was ready to go into this movie. They hyped this up to be the end game of Star Wars movies, and it was not. It was a terrible conclusion to an already meh trilogy. They... And I have said this so many times. They really needed to pick a direction and stick with it. They needed to have a group of writers write the entire trilogy and then have a director come in for each movie and do their own different directorial flair, but with the same writing so that it was congruent and there were character arcs and there were all these things. I made a TikTok joking about it a while ago, how J.J. Abrams threw out, you know, consistent plot. Uh, anything, you know, keeping up with the timeline and being, oh, what's the word, what's the word Scott used? What, um, congruent? Uh, uh, congruent. No. I, no, it was, it was, um, like being it? consistent. What's the word? Congruent. So it's with a C. <laughs> congruent? Is that Canon? the right word? I didn't say congruent. Consistent? I haven't said congruent. Consistency or maybe, No, maybe it was consistency. Maybe I'm getting confused. Uh, I don't know. Um, it's just like the similarity like, between... Yeah. Yeah, like, keeping things consistent and throwing out character arcs. And, like, I really hate that they essentially shafted Finn this movie. They shafted Rose this movie because Disney Disney took their feedback from The Force Awakens and they were like, all right, course correct, and then they did it for The Last Jedi. And then when they saw how bad The Last Jedi was and, like, how people received that, they were like, all right, course correct, super far in the other direction. And, like, instead of making Rose a real character and, like, fixing because that was the criticism they're like eh, rose isn't in this movie finn all he says is ray the entire time we're gonna focus on this relationship between ray and kylo ren that hasn't really been built up but we're gonna lead you to believe that it has um Wink. and also they broke the skywalker saber you know that was really symbolic with the whole you don't have to be a skywalker or anybody special to do anything and they broke the saber and that was symbolic of that nope it's fixed now Kylo Ren broke his helmet because he was frustrated and, like, wants to be his own person. Nope, they fixed fixed it. It's fine. 
Yeah. Palpatine came back. Why is Palpatine back? The dark side of the Force is a pathway to many abilities. Some consider to be unnatural. Natural. Anything else? Nope. That's nope. it. That's our this explanation. One sentence, and it's a meme. Sorry. This sounds like so, a John Mulaney bit. <laughs> yeah. This movie, I can't understand who put out this movie and thought it was a good idea. I, I... I really don't like this movie, and I hate that I don't like it because I want to like all of the Star Wars yeah. movies. I want to enjoy all of them, but I cannot, with a single fiber in my body, enjoy this film. And my final gripe is the fact that they took away the one thing that made The Last Jedi so good. That was, they made Rey a nobody. Nope, now she's a Palpatine. But, she's actually... So it's confusing because she's actually Palpatine's daughter slash granddaughter because yeah because of the um Palpatine had a clone who was his son who then had Ray and it's like really confusing and all this stuff and then they went back in the novelization and were like oh that Ray and Kylo kiss was just a it was just a friends thing it like, was a were friendship friends. Kiss. I'm like. I don't grab a friend and just be let's full frontal kiss because we're friends. That's not something that it's, friends it's like, do. You're about, to, you're about to die. Well, like what? No. Let me kiss you, best friend. Mwah. Here's the thing: and if you're a like, Star Wars, they they don't get it because if you're a Star Wars writer, you've never had friends. <laughs> it's kind of true though. Like, oh. um. Anyway, and uh, <laughs> I. So Ray Palpatine was I was like, okay, you know what? Sure. Make make Ray, you know, the granddaughter of like the most evil man in the universe who's done some pretty terrible things. That's okay, because they can give her a character arc of working past that, you know, I'm not a Palpatine in yeah. the sense of like I'm I don't do all these bad things. I'm a different person. We share a last name, but I'm a different person. I was like, okay, I'm here for that character arc. And then you get to the end of the movie. I was watching the movie and the lady asked her, Who are you? And she says, Ray. And I said, don't say it. Oh, no. Don't say it. Like, I was already mad because they had done the kiss. And I was like, don't say it. She goes, Ray Skywalker. And I'm like, nope, no, nope, 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 uh-uh, no, nope, not. uh-uh. I hate this movie. You're I can't. Not. I can't stand that. I really, I really, and I made a whole video about how to change that and make the Ray Skywalker thing work. It's a and good video, too. the way I would be okay with it is if they didn't do Ray Palpatine in the beginning of the movie. If they didn't say, oh, she's Ray Palpatine, and then go back and say, no, she's actually Ray Skywalker now. Like, that's what bothers me, is that if they she was, retconned if she was their a own retcon. If she was a right, nobody. If she was a nobody and took up the name symbolically, I'd be okay with that. But it's because they retconned their own retcon. Yeah. Of a retcon, basically. So it's like, how about you just don't? This movie was all over the place. It was so jumbled. There were like... Four moments in the film where they were like, this is the end. We're not going to be able to do anything. And it's like, aha! Huzzah. Help has come from out of nowhere. Yeah, and, they did, they I did just, pull I that card I can't with this film. I'm, I'm going F tier. I, uh, I would like not to, say F tier. I would say D tier. I'd like to quote one of my favorite memes of all time. She goes, who are you? It's Ray. Ray who? And she goes, Ray Romano! <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, no, one of my I, favorite I, memes ever. 
don't know. I'd put it in D. I would not say F because I'd be willing to watch it again because, like, flashy images and whatnot, but. Flashy lights go Because I, my I brain mean, needs part of my hatred for this movie is that I loved Ray as a character. And they screwed like, her up. And they just they really screwed that up. I would put all because Ray. they wanted to course correct for Ryan Johnson. I liked her as a character. I think she had potential. I'm okay with C or D. I- I'm willing to put it in D. D. Uh, I guess I'll compromise and go D. Okay. <laughs> From F to it, D. As long as it's at the bottom, underneath all the other movies. Yeah. Like, I'm okay with that. Right, well, we're kind of crunching on time, so... Um, yeah. Let's, right. Shall we recap? Final final listing. F tier, nothing. I think this is the first tier list where F tier has escaped without anything. Even though Star Wars has some bad movies, none of them are really, like, unwatchable. Yeah. So, F tier escapes unscathed. D tier, Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. C tier, Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Yeah, boy. In B tier, we have Star Wars Episode Two. Attack of the Clones, Star Wars Episode 7, The Force Awakens, and Star Wars Episode 8, The Last Jedi. In A tier, we have Solo, A Star Wars Story, Star Wars Episode 4, A New Hope, and Star Wars Episode 6, Return of the Jedi. And in S tier, as we always say here on the podcast, any movies in S or A tier, we would definitely recommend. But if you're listening to this and haven't seen Star Wars, then that's more a reflection on you as a person and not really what we have to say and about your, movies. And so, your entertainment in A tier. Oh, wait, I already said A tier. Um, S tier, we have... Star-, Star Wars Episode 3 Revenge of the Sith Rogue One A Star Wars Story and of course my favorite movie of all time Star Wars Episode 5 The Empire Strikes Back are we satisfied with this list? I'd say I'm satisfied. pretty satisfied with I'm the way satisfied. this list turned out there's yeah. one or two hills that I would have died on but you know I, I'm I'm satisfied with this list yeah. yeah like I would I would die on the hill that Last Jedi is an A tier and you know Rise of Skywalker is an F tier but you know I would die on it's the all hill about compromise of, you know, and being able know, to come we compromised together. Uh, I would die on the hill of the Force Awakens being an A tier I'd die but... on the hill of episode 3 being an S <laughs> good we didn't have to die on that hill we all agreed <laughs> <laughs> well if someone wants to come at me because I, I said that once and everyone was like really Rise of the Skywalker is your favorite movie of or Rise of the Rise of, sorry. Return of the Sith. Uh, Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. I can't talk. Someone was like, "Really, you like Revenge of the Sith as like as your favorite movie of all time?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And it's my favorite Star Wars movie too. And they just like, why would they you... like went off? Yeah, like Ugh. they were so mad at me, and it's like, it's better than everything else in <laughs> my opinion. Yeah. yeah. So, do you agree with our rankings? Well. If you don't, well. sucks to be you. Yeah, the DMs. We already recorded this, and we can't change it. But if you do, you know, disagree with this, you could go to www.nerdiestpodcast.com or thenerdiestpodcast.com and go to the contact us. Uh, there's a little form there. You can fill it out and tell us all of your gripes about how much you don't like our ratings or how much you do like our ratings or rankings of these things. Also, while you're there on that contact page, I'm just going to go ahead and start the the mm-hmm. surge plug here um while you're on that contact us page you can go ahead and drop some questions there because we are going to be doing a Q&A episode soon so if you want to have your question read on the podcast and we'll answer it oh. go ahead and drop those there 
You can also check us out on Instagram at the Nerdiest Podcast. Jackson does some great things there. Hello. And Hello. you can Thank also you. check us out on Twitter at Nerdiest Podcast. I do great things there. And if you want to continue listening to the podcast, you can follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. We've also recently been added to Amazon Music and Stitcher. Uh, so if anybody was waiting to listen on either of those two platforms, <laughs> how did you hear? There this? you go. Or <laughs> if you're listening to you know us on that platform and you found us on one of those platforms, welcome. We've got a lot of episodes for you to go back and listen to if that is what you want to do. So um, I don't think I have anything else to say. Nope, that's good. What's our What's our next episode? Um, do we have it? A, ooh, the schedule is kind of flaky right now, so I don't know if we can really say. Yeah. Yeah. We have a new episode coming soon. Soon. Is what yeah. I will say. And we're having a little scheduling stuff on the back end, so just uh, don't uh, worry. Stay tuned. We're fine. You can <laughs> you can turn on notifications on Spotify and mm-hmm. on Apple Podcasts. I don't know about any of the other ones, but you can turn them on. So you'll know next time we have a new episode. So with that being said, thank you, Scott. Thank you, Jack, for joining mm-hmm. me here today to rank all of these Star Wars yes, movies. Sir. I know um it's kind of Star Wars week because May the fourth just passed us by, so I think I'll close us out by saying thank you for listening. I hope to see you guys in the next episode and may the force be with you.